0: Welcome to episode eight of Teacher Prep Rally, a show that highlights success in the classroom and reminds you that you are part of a team of educators finding new and better ways to help today's kids learn and achieve great things. I'm your host, Sarah Warren. I'm a learning coach for Windsor Middle School here in Windsor, Colorado. In this episode, I interview Sheila Bowman and Cinda Orr about our district's Learners Showcase event. Sheila is a TOSA in instructional technology for our district, and she's been coordinating this great event for the last eight years. Cinda is a learning coach and former teacher sponsor for the event who has participated for several years. I think you'll enjoy hearing about the history of the showcase in our district and how it has evolved from a technology competition to a showcase of student innovation in our district. For a special treat, you'll even get to hear from second grader Collins, who has participated in the Learner's Showcase for the last two years. Yep, she participated as a kindergartner and as a first grader. And once again, stay tuned after this interview for my Check It Out segment. So let's get started sharing.
1: Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me, ladies. We've got three ladies here. Um, Would you like to introduce yourselves? Sure. I'm Sheila Bowman, and I am
2: an instructional technologist at Weld RE4 School District um, at the district level, and also the Innovate RE4 Learner Showcase Coordinator.
3: I'm Cinda Orr. I'm a learning coach um, at Grandview Elementary. I've taught grades three, Five, four, I've done GATE, I've done Technology Coach, and there's Collins. What grade are you in? I'm in second grade.
1: And have you been involved in the showcase, Collins? Yeah, you've done it before? Okay, cool. We're going to ask you some questions about that in a little while, okay? good job. Okay. Um, well, thank you ladies all for joining me. Um, we're here today to talk about the Learner Showcase that Weldari 4 puts on. And I think we'll start with you, Sheila, maybe to, mm-hmm. if you can tell us a little bit of the background of the Learner Showcase and where it started. Absolutely. I've had some fun
2: diving into um, the history of the showcase. I have been coordinating it for eight years, but before that, the earliest records we can currently find, and, and there might be some earlier records but for right now what I could dig into in the district was 2002 the showcase started but it looked so much different back then in fact yeah we didn't even have
1: smartphones (laughs) exactly exactly
2: um it and I could just give you a little history of how it's evolved um In fact, I was reading off of the first entry form and it said, enter your own original multimedia presentation, which I think that meant a PowerPoint, um, in the Windsor Students Computer Showcase. And some of the questions on the form were, do you use a computer to draw cool pictures or do you do reports? For papers at school on a computer, so things <laughs> you know, and that was 2002, and yeah. that was really innovative. It was, um, it was, yeah. And and so we we have really evolved. We're not a computer showcase anymore. We are an innovation showcase where we really strive to um, just have students share like. Their innovative learnings that they're doing in their buildings, and and so the showcase really did start about back in 2002. And the thing about it is, it was a um, it was more like a contest, mm-hmm. and kids would mm-hmm. they would have an entire district of kids make a brochure,
1: mm-hmm. and then the
2: tech teachers would grade the brochures, oh, and the wow. top oh. kids would mm-hmm. get to go that night to the showcase and show their brochure and they would get medals and prizes. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm.
1: so it's really like the technology teachers were doing the assignments with the kids and then grading them and then showcasing the best of them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So how has it changed then? What does it look like now? So it definitely looks different. Um, It's very student driven
2: to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, Nobody, No teacher tells students, um, this is what you're going to do for the showcase. In fact, our learning coaches and principals and district, um, leaders are always on the lookout for K through 12 projects that really could show our community, um, how our students are being innovative and how they're learning, um, using the tools that, um, some very benevolent people in the in the community have donated to our schools and Mm -hmm. and we really um look at it as as a display of the partnerships Mm -hmm. that um are created within the community and the students and and i think the major goal at this point is is to highlight and celebrate um that deeper learning that kids are doing the the innovative practices we really focus um, instead of on the product, like mm-hmm. we did in 2002, mm-hmm. we focus on the design process, mm-hmm. okay. and and really we want the kids to be able
1: to explain their iterations. You and, want them to really talk about their learning and how they learned in doing that, and not just show off. Here's this cool thing I made. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely, and that's been a big shift, mm-hmm. and and we've
2: had some. Um, We've had some struggles even bringing teachers around to mm-hmm. make that shift because mm-hmm. they some teachers think, well, I just don't use technology in a creative way. So my kids don't qualify. Mm-hmm. And so that's I think we're finally getting there with um, helping people understand that we're, we're looking for the process of mm-hmm. the product.
3: Well, and I think, too, when teachers, especially in the elementary um, realm, but when teachers do some kind of project, I think the big thing then is where do the kids take it? Mm-hmm. So this is where we took it in class. But then where does it spark their learning and where can they even go deeper? Maybe that is at home or mm-hmm. maybe something is tweaked within the project. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's what I've noticed as the switch. Yeah. Um, so
1: as a teacher, if you're looking for somebody um, who to recommend to apply, and that you want to sponsor, you're looking for maybe not just that project that you did, but you're looking for those kids who really grabbed onto it and ran with it to a place you didn't mm-hmm. think they would go. Yeah. Is that kind of what yeah, you're talking totally. about? Yeah, totally. I think mm-hmm. that
3: sometimes even when you're doing the creation of something for the classroom, rather it has be with a tech tool or not with a tech tool, mm-hmm. um, it's, You have a vision of where that's going to (laughs) go, but it's really (laughs) cool if you let go and start to see where the kids take it. And I think that's the difference now that's happening in showcase. And that's where I think two teachers are starting to come around that, that control piece is starting to feel okay now to not have so much of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Student agency yeah, Mm -hmm. versus
1: teacher driven. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I so I think that's the best part of it.
1: It can be really scary to kind of give up control as a Mm -hmm. teacher. But when when you do it right, when you scaffold Mm and do it right and Mm -hmm. the kids really run with it, that's that's really exciting too. Well and
3: I think too, just little pieces of giving up some of that control Mm -hmm. can benefit. And the teacher and the student, one hundred percent. Yeah, even tiny things.
1: Yeah, Sheila, you Absolutely. talked about partnerships with the community and really mm-hmm. highlighting those. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk about maybe some of the partnerships that are helping make the showcase happen this year?
2: Absolutely. So we have a robust um, educational foundation that raises um, thousands of dollars from our community. We're
1: really lucky. To have <laughs> we are. Them. Mm-hmm. We are
2: very blessed, and they really have um, put that money right into the hands of kids in the form of tools and just educational experiences for their teachers to mm-hmm. learn and mm-hmm. bring back to the kids. And there's just been a plethora of um, impact that they have had in our District And so we are so excited this year for the first year, we thought it's just a no brainer that we partner with them. And they are our sponsoring partnership. Oh, the, that's great. The, that's awesome the foundation mm-hmm. themselves. They've already given us so many so mm-hmm. much money mm-hmm. to our district, but they're they're putting more money into making sure that we're able to show our community. Um, What what their money when they give to the foundation is going towards. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I'm really excited to highlight that this year. The other thing that we're bringing in, um, that just gives me goosebumps. um, The high school has a really cool um, CTE program where they, what's CTE? um, career and technical education where kids can take credit, um, Mm -hmm. through, they can do a business partnership. And so for instance, my husband, um, runs four body shops Mm -hmm. and he has taken on a student um, from this program that is getting credit. And he's also getting paid to be a worker and a learner. He's an apprentice in my husband, one of the body shops. And it's really, it's been a really cool partnership. And that's one of, I think there's over 25. Oh, I may be underestimating really cool. mm-hmm. that even. But our goal this year is to get each one of those kids to be able to bring their their partner in the community in, the, in a business sense mm-hmm. and bring them to the showcase so that those business individuals get to see um, what the learning is inside the school. And then also we can... Celebrate, you know what what those kids are learning in that authentic workplace, oh, and so cool. um, that's well.
3: A new- and I think what's really cool about that idea mm-hmm. is that it doesn't have to do with what's happening within the walls of the school, yes. and it doesn't have to do with um, technology, which is where it started from and originated mm-hmm. from. So I love that idea.
1: It really kind of highlights that we're looking at at how to make education relevant inside and outside of school and really find the learning wherever it is. Like Mm -hmm. an apprenticeship is an ancient idea. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I love that we're honoring Mm -hmm. that and not saying Mm -hmm. everything has to happen in a little box in our building. You know, I think so many
3: skills can be learned Mm -hmm. um, going out in the community and really living that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
1: So what might these people see when they show up? For their first showcase, where is it going to be? What are they going to experience when they come to the showcase this year? So another exciting
2: change that's happening this year is we're housing the showcase in our brand new um, innovation center that is was built to our in our high school in our hometown Mm -hmm. and what's cool was part of
1: our huge high school remodel right absolutely okay
2: and so I'm excited especially about that community piece because I think people in the community want Mm -hmm. to get into the high school and see it they've paid for it Mm -hmm. thank you taxpayers absolutely (laughs) (laughs) they voted for it and paid for it and so we have an opportunity to show them now what learning actually looks like so when they come Mm in um those rooms that that we have remodeled and built on
1: and they
3: look completely different they really than do. a traditional yeah, high anyone, school classroom
1: and mm-hmm. anyone who went to high school there is just going to be so surprised
2: yes, <laughs> it's be awesome. and when they come in they're going to see those rooms in action for instance mm-hmm. we have a media studies room with the green screen and all of the technology um students are producing broadcast video and audio, and, and they're, they're going to be demonstrating that so people can walk through and not just see a teacher tell them mm-hmm. what it is, but mm-hmm. it will be students. Um, mm-hmm. We have the yearbook, um, who our yearbook has won several awards year after year, mm-hmm. and we're, they're going to be
1: demonstrating how they put the yearbook together. So part of it, at least, will be a little bit of an open house for the new Innovation Center at the high school. Right. Exactly, yeah. it'll double as that okay. for sure. Cool.
2: Yeah, um, and then alongside that, what I love about the showcase—I love so many things, but <laughs> um, I think it is the only K through twelve um, mm-hmm. experience that we have where we bring kindergartners mm-hmm. and seniors mm-hmm. into the same building mm-hmm. and have them talk about learning mm-hmm. and their learnings, and and so just celebrating that. Um, we'll have elementary students who are going to be um, They'll be facilitating a makerspace playground, oh, and that was a huge hit last year mm-hmm. um, because they are the best teachers when it comes to yeah, computer yeah, sciences, absolutely. and they've yeah. got B-bots and Ozobots mm-hmm. and what else do we have? What else Collins? did you get to
3: play with Collins last year? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. What about the Spheros? yeah. The ball. Remember with the iPad? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You played with what though the most? Mm-hmm.
4: The box. The box. And then mm-hmm. there was also
1: Ozobots. Mm-hmm. Ozobots. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those were the biggest mm-hmm. hits. Huh? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we had,
2: last year, one of my favorite things that I think about that Makerspace playground is we had little tiny you know, kinder first graders mm-hmm. teaching grandparents yep. how to program robots. Oh, and I love it. It was so funny. <laughs> and also I remember one of our most elderly, wonderful supporters of our schools was there and he was learning, um, it was the first time he'd ever done a VR experience. Oh, and he had kids guiding oh, him through oh, that. God. he <laughs> did get a little dizzy and we had to sit him down. <laughs> <laughs> but it was he was you so took good. Care of him, yes, yeah. we yeah. will take care of you <laughs> okay. So um yeah they're just going at hands-on mm-hmm. kids will also be um, doing ignite presentations, which is
1: really a difficult thing mm-hmm. to do. You have know? you ever done an ignite presentation? Uh, I have done a couple. Okay. Of them. <laughs> or, <laughs> they top. terrify me. I've never, I've one. never taken the have you leap really done and it? done
3: one. No, but yes, I sorry. think
1: they're amazing to watch because they're just, they are. Um, can you, it's how many seconds per slide, 15 slides. It's like a, a short. Little you get, bit right yeah. Here. You get like
3: five minutes,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, they're yes, short little five minute presentation mm-hmm. with a set number of slides you and have a set
2: 20 number of slides. Uh-huh. Um, and you only have, a, yeah, 20 slides mm-hmm. in five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I
3: love it because you can go to so many of them yeah. and see so many different things and just get this huge amount of learning. So that would really be a quick.
1: really cool thing to yeah. see see is, would it be really cool for a teacher to go, even if they don't have a student in the showcase, just to kind of see Uh, mm
4: -hmm. what
1: other people in the district are doing, like to go to an Ignite and see a few different students talk about the projects that they're doing? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, and and
3: I would say that's what I like mm -hmm. about it. Um, I mean, I love bringing students and I love watching them grow and um, have these public speaking skills developed. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things I enjoy is just getting different ideas and seeing, oh, well, they can do that. Ooh, I wonder if we could do this with this twist on it. Or, ooh, I love that idea. I want to take that back to teachers and back to Grandview.
2: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And I hear every year, I hear a high school teacher mentor, every year, it never fails. They say, man, I had no idea third graders (laughs) are doing that. we're doing that in our class, I (laughs) need to up my game. You know, I think, I think that's a really... Great realization, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of my favorite stories is we had a high school student um, two years ago that was doing a presentation. He was doing a TED, Ted Talk, and we call them Ed Talks. Mm-hmm. And he was um, doing that on aviation research. Oh, cool. done, oh I or, think I
3: remember this. And mm-hmm.
2: he had a business yes. owner in the crowd that. Um, was so flabbergasted by his research mm-hmm. that he stood up after the presentation and offered him a full-time summer internship. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Wow. Paid. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. so it was definitely a win for that kiddo mm-hmm. and just a great, again, that community partnership and also just people being amazed. People leave saying,
1: man, our kids are amazing. I saw the most amazing mm-hmm. I always do. I'm yeah. always just overwhelmed when I go at mm-hmm. all the really cool things that are happening mm-hmm. at every level, really.
3: Well, and it's super cool to watch kids take that ownership,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know. So some of it's really informal, like the sort of open house feel and the maker space, but you're starting to talk about presentations too. So mm-hmm. there are some more formal presentations included in the night. What are the types of presentations that students can do?
2: Yeah, so that we talked about the Ignite. Mm-hmm. So that's a really challenging one. Mm-hmm. Um But that's really, that's pretty popular. Mm -hmm. And then we also have those ed talks where that's just a traditional like 15 minute um, presentation where parents can rotate through, parents and community members Mm -hmm. can rotate through. Um, And then we have the Makerspace Playground and I'm forgetting the other one. And the poster sessions. And poster sessions, Mm -hmm. which are more like science fair Mm -hmm. type Mm -hmm. where we kind of set those up in a grand
3: hall Mm -hmm. and
2: People can walk through and ask just questions. And- there have been
3: diagrams before where mm-hmm. kids have created little setups. There was a farm one mm-hmm. last yep. uh, two years ago. Yep. Um, there was one about, I know we brought one about... Um, World War Two, I believe. They were just so again mm-hmm. had the drive to the kids had the drive to learn. Mm-hmm. Wasn't in their curriculum, but everything they had learned about the Revolutionary War just drove them into more of that. Well, why why have wars existed? Mm-hmm. What has come from them? So that overall arching question idea.
1: Yeah, those are some of my favorites is mm-hmm. to walk around to the poster mm-hmm. sessions and just talk to kids about, you know, oh, tell me about your project and mm-hmm. hear some of the really neat things that they've done and And a lot of times they're interactive, like they come up with these Mm -hmm. really interactive, there's games you can play Mm -hmm. and things you can do that are are very fun. And we, along those lines, we've, we've come up with, um, an innovation
2: rubric for the showcase at the elementary level and the secondary level. And I'll share that with you, Sarah, so you can, I I can put it in the show notes. Yeah, exactly. But, um, what I like about that is it, it when the teacher mentor is working with the student to prepare them for the mm-hmm. showcase and especially like a poster session where right. it's kind of informal, um it gives them kind of a talk through like talking points mm-hmm. that they can talk with people about like what was the problem I was trying to solve, um, what were the iterations? And we try to teach them that design thinking language mm-hmm. um so that Very they're nice. able to um, share that. And and it really, one of the big focuses is on empathy. Mm-hmm. And we want these projects to be empathy driven, you know, and have more than one.
1: We want kids to be able to research more than one side. Mm-hmm. of that. So they're really designing for somebody else and thinking about what those person's needs are. And yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, who is invited to attend? I know in terms of Students, right? Um, a student who wants to present or a teacher who wants to recommend a student to present would have them go to the WellDRE4 slash showcase mm-hmm. and fill out the application mm-hmm. to, to present. And there are a limited number of presentation spots, right? There used to be. Oh, this there year, used to be. This year, we're we're just opening it up oh, to see fabulous. how many. Love we, can get, we love it
4: because
2: we have a much too. bigger
1: venue okay. at the high school. That's so. great. So, that's yeah, really no good. limits. Okay. We really nice. want to
2: hear what you have.
1: And then would you invite other people, other students or teachers to attend just to see what's going on? Absolutely. Encourage the kids
2: to invite their friends Mm -hmm. and their family. Mm -hmm. And we used to send home four invitations um, when we sent home their student packet Mm -hmm. so that they can take them to their neighbors and their grandparents. Mm -hmm. And and then we've, of course, put it out to the Chamber of Commerce Mm and... um,
1: all of the, different so it's just really members. open to the whole community. Absolutely. Okay, yep. awesome. We
2: have plenty of room, everybody. Needs <laughs>
1: <it>. <laughs> <laughs> so you started to kind of talk about teacher sponsors. So we don't just have students apply and, and throw them in their blind. We have teachers sort of guide them through the process. And I know mm-hmm. Cinda, you have been a teacher sponsor. Mm-hmm. I've been a teacher sponsor yep. before. Um, can you talk about what, can you guys talk about what that process is as a teacher sponsor? What your responsibilities are and how you help a kid get ready for something like that?
3: Yeah, I think that the big thing is just to mentor them through that process mm-hmm. of what, how do you communicate with someone when they come up and ask, well, tell me about your project. Um, cause that's one of the big things too, even though it's not really, um, emphasized, it really is about that communication piece. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you don't know someone, which for little kids can be a little overwhelming.
4: Uh, um, sure. and so, <laughs> yes, walking
3: them through just the idea of, um, you know, take the time to stand there, to talk to them, to make sure your voice sounds pretty clear, the eye contact, little things like that. So that's kind of the first thing. And Mm -hmm. I I think the other thing is really to pump them up. Um, I remember I, um, was mentoring this girl who was rather shy. Um, she's probably in middle school or high school by now, but, um, I told her, you have a great project and you should really, um, get that out, show people what you've created. Mm -hmm. Um, And she, I remember her saying when someone said, well, why did you choose to do this? She said, well, Mrs. Orr said that it was really good. So I thought I would present, (laughs) but (laughs) it's funny though, because in all reality, I don't think she would have done that on her own. So I think really plumping them up and saying, you can do this. This is an awesome thing to share, Mm -hmm. um, to give them that confidence boost. So I, I really see that as a mentor's big responsibility as well Mm -hmm. besides getting them through the process of the time. um, Just telling them that that was an awesome job. You did an awesome job. Someone else should see this. Mm -hmm. So kind of maybe if you
1: want to be a mentor, sort of having an eye out for, those students that really should be celebrated and mm-hmm. you know that should get more recognition, yeah. yeah. Um, I think for sure. And then you said you talked about spending some time and getting them ready mm-hmm. to present and and having them think about how to share what they're doing with the world. How about on the night of the event, like what? what yeah. Kind of so things do you the do night, that night of the event,
3: I think the big thing is to make sure that you're with the students to mm-hmm. make sure that any in case there's any technical issues that those are um, not fixed for them, but you know, the process of walking them through how to fix that, because again, that's a real life problem. If mm-hmm. your stuff doesn't work, you're gonna have to figure that out. And, you know, helping them breathe through it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's another thing. And I think too, in the beginning, what I've realized is if you just stand there and coach them through some of that, those talking points, mm-hmm. then eventually, um once a couple of people have come up to them after a while, they can they just, they just roll with, with it. it. Yeah. So I think in the beginning it is just finessing them a little bit just to make sure that they can um, make it through that and to say, see, it wasn't that bad. You can do it again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what did you think when you did it last year, Collins? You've been so patient listening to us grown ups <laughs> talk, but well, tell
4: us the best part. What did you
3: think when you did it?
1: What did you present? Tell us that first.
4: Um, last year, I. Just um, showed people how to use all the, um, all like the Odo bots and the V-bots and stuff.
3: Then nice. what did you
4: do the year before that? Um, I um made a book about grasshoppers and I told people about grasshoppers. Mm-hmm.
1: Very nice. Did you show them how you made the book and everything?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you remember what kind of presentation you did? It sounds like that first one might have been a makerspace presentation, right? Mm-hmm. And then what was the one two years ago? Was that a poster session or did you stand in a room and talk to people?
4: Um, Do you remember what you did?
1: That was a long time ago. It was. It was in the
3: cafeteria and there were four or five of you. It was a poster presentation. Okay, good.
1: Um, What did you like about doing it? What do you like about the showcase?
4: Um, I like teaching people about how to use the... um, the ozobots and stuff, and then the year before that I liked just teaching them about um, different kinds of animals that they
1: had. It's kind of nice to share something with different people than you see every day, huh? Yeah? <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, would you do it again? You yeah. think you might want to apply this year? Do you have some ideas
3: swirling around in there what you might want to do? What are some things you worked on in class that you
4: could showcase? Um, well, um, I want to do more of animal stuff like I did in kindergarten at the learning showcase. Okay. And,
1: um. Have you been learning a lot about animals this year?
4: Um, sometimes.
3: Sometimes,
1: (laughs) yeah.
4: But you could
3: really take some of that learning on at home, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. And do some of it at home? Yeah, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question, sweet girl? Did did
2: you when you were at the showcase the last couple of years? Did you get an opportunity to go see what other kids were teaching about Mm -hmm. and learning?
4: Well, last year I did, but in kindergarten I had to stay at the table.
3: (laughs) So we (laughs) we were
4: we were trying to keep close tabs on all those little kinders.
2: (laughs) So we try to organize it Mm -hmm. though. Um, intentionally so that kids that are participating only have to present half the time. Mm -hmm. And then the other half, they can go see what everybody else is doing. So and get some ideas for next year. (laughs) Nice.
1: Um, Well, so I guess I just want to ask all, all three of you um, this sort of last question of what do you really like from the showcase? And is there anything that you would change about it?
3: Um, so the one thing I absolutely love about it, um, is that idea that it fits every mold. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think traditionally we sometimes assume that kids have, who have mastered the standard should then be extended into something else and as they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel like there are kiddos who, um, struggle somewhat with content. But what I love is that we're still giving them an opportunity to participate um, at at whatever they want to do or with whatever they want to do. And, and I love that there's a differentiation mm-hmm. in the content piece.
1: So it's not just our top tier advanced mm-hmm. learners who are always getting the extensions mm-hmm. and the accolades, mm-hmm. but it's really open mm-hmm to every student. And we're starting to see that every student really has those areas where yes. they shine and we want to give them the opportunity to do yeah. that.
3: And I, not and I just think traditional that, yeah. schooling way. I think that that's the big thing that I love about it. Cause even when I've sat with teachers, you know, those conversations still come up about, well, what about this project? Even though it's not at where you thought that it should have been, <laughs> <laughs> it's still something that those students took. Mm-hmm. And, um, Made it amazing, and there's just especially when you're dealing with the coding tools, mm-hmm. it's just a level playing field, yeah, and that's that's sure. what I love for about sure. it. Um, that any kiddo can shine regardless of their understanding of maybe math facts, or their understanding of fractions, mm-hmm. or their understanding of, uh, or even being able to read at the level that they need to be reading at. Mm-hmm. I just love that piece behind it. Cool.
1: Mm-hmm. What do you like about Showcase?
4: I mm, like. Pre- present presented to, to people about the stuff that I that I was doing.
1: It's pretty cool to get to show off the stuff that you do, huh? Well, and yeah. who, doesn't sure you <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't want to come I thought for sure you were going to say cookies.
4: Who doesn't want to
3: come and play with a bunch of tools, too, mm-hmm. after school, huh? Yeah. That was pretty fun, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And we didn't talk about that part, though, mm-hmm. but
2: I, that's always been a historical piece of the showcase is the high school catering kids are always in charge of making like either cupcakes or cookies Mm -hmm. and you're making my stomach (laughs) (laughs) and what's really fun talk about innovation they bought a printer this year just for the showcase um that they're going to be able to print the logo on sugar paper and then put it on fondant so the logo will be on all the cupcakes and cookies oh
1: how fun is that and I
2: love that it's kid made Uh and kid presented and and you forgot, Collins, about the prizes. Oh, <laughs> did you win a prize last year? Did you win any?
4: Prizes? No, no, yeah. not, maybe, maybe this year. This,
2: maybe this year you'll win. Right? <laughs> we, have, we have prizes for kids. So there's your incentive mm-hmm. um, prizes and t shirts for everybody. Well, know? and I
3: think what's awesome for Collins is that she has been in the showcase for every year. She's been a Well Dory 4 student.
1: Oh, very cool. So
3: kindergarten, first grade. Keep so it you up, girlfriend. So you've got to keep going. <laughs> Nice. Awesome. Well, how about you, Sheila? What's your
1: favorite thing about showcase? Favorite. <laughs> There's so many
2: great things, but I guess my favorite thing and what I wish would change are the, almost the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because my favorite thing is, ever, like I said before, every year um, I have... S- tons of people coming up to me and saying, Oh my goodness, education has changed so much. I would have never known to do that or to think that or to learn that in middle school mm-hmm. and what our middle schoolers are doing and what our kindergartners and first graders mm-hmm. are doing is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then those community partnerships, like I've had people say, I didn't know that you guys partnered with businesses. And mm-hmm. so it's so great to have that awareness. And in that sense, I wish we could build capacity. Um, throughout our community yeah. so that mm-hmm. more people could experience, um, and come and see mm-hmm. how we're teaching and mm-hmm. learning in mm-hmm. a modern day,
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, school district. Yeah. And I, I really, that's my number one goal every year is to get, um, a, just a variety of people, people in there. Mm-hmm. And so.
4: Very cool. So, well, yeah, and I,
3: I, I like too, that we can thank the educational foundation for the the items that they've give, uh, given us that we've applied for and we've mm-hmm. received that's also a really awesome um, thing to say. Thank you. And this is what we're doing with them. They're mm-hmm. not sitting in cabinets. Kids right. are kids are using them every day. That's awesome. So, yeah. Absolutely. I think my favorite
1: thing just kind of comes back to what we started about talking about. And I think it has to do with your mindset, Sheila, and being in charge of it is the, is the idea of innovating and iterating. And it's not mm-hmm. the same any year every year you're Mm -hmm. looking for how can we make this better how Mm -hmm. can we make this more meaningful for today's kids and every year you're changing it a little bit and that can be a little scary because you're like wait what is showcase and it can be hard to communicate but Mm -hmm. um but I think it's really um over the years and doing that consistently every year Mm -hmm. you really build something pretty amazing so I'm really excited to go this year good me too Um, (laughs) in terms of timeline tell us dates and times absolutely it is uh the showcase this year is february 28th it's a
2: thursday Mm -hmm. um and it will start at Between 5.30 and 6, that's when we ask kids to come and get set up. Mm -hmm. We have the high school orchestra who is planning to go to Europe this summer to play a concert over there. They are using the showcase as another practice. And so we're (laughs) going to get – and they are wonderful. Mm -hmm. I went to their concert earlier. and So we've got orchestra kids coming to present. Mm -hmm. And so that will kick it off. Okay. And then – And that's at 6 o'clock? That's at 6 o'clock. Well, 5.30 to 6. And then we we will – Start the presentations, and we'll be out of there by eight o'clock, so everybody could go home and get to bed. I I was
3: going to say, I do love watching the kids do setup, like Mm -hmm. all of them running around, and (laughs) getting things ready. Mm -hmm. I love that excitement piece. So that is
2: wonderful and authentic, right? Mm -hmm. Like, isn't that what we? So much fun! It is so much
4: fun
1: to watch. Mm -hmm. And then if. Um, students or teachers have a student that they want um, to recommend that they apply. The application deadline is February second. If they want to yes. s- uh, sign up to participate, I, uh, I be- actually, okay. I believe it's February eight. Oh, did I get it wrong? February, even uh, better, <laughs> February eight. No, I like it's February eight.
2: <laughs> okay. Now that we've made it public, like, let's <laughs> go, go with February eight. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. Me and numbers. That's what can I say? Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, well, thank you guys for sticking around for our questionnaire segment. I like to all ask all of our guests these questions, and it sounds like you might be up for it. Mm, yeah. You guys are always up Here for anything. anything. I love you guys. Okay. Um, so the first question is the tip quote. Excuse me, the tip question. What tech tip, tool, or shortcut could you not live without? Um.
3: Gosh. Okay. So. Well, I just learned about one that I can't wait to actually use, oh. which is boomerang. <laughs> uh, so cool? even that though that I haven't used it and I'm not sure I can't live without it, I think I already realize I have been living without it and I need to get it now. <laughs> So boomerang for, uh, is it Gmail? Gmail? Mm-hmm. Um, because I won't feel guilty about writing emails at nine o'clock at night and sending them, and then I can wait and mm-hmm. people will be like, oh, she sent it at 730 in the morning. I can't <laughs> yeah. wait.
1: <laughs> yeah. So with boomerang, you just write your email whenever the mood strikes you, but then you say, send it tomorrow morning and it'll schedule it and send it for you. It's pretty awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> How about you, Sheila?
2: What's your So mine are pretty, yeah, mine are kind of basic right now, but they, they save my life. Um, I am a crazy bookmarks bar person and, mm. and on my bookmarks, I, I organize them all by folders. And wow. and then I learned at ISTE last year, a guy cool. helped me at a table. He was like, I can help you organize your bookmarks bar even more. And and you mm. can get into there and organize. I mean, I just live by that because I just do. can't. Oh, I my can't. God. <laughs>
1: yeah. so, I, in notes. fact, I'd gotten kind of lazy about it and it was killing me. And I had to sit down and kind of spend an hour and make all of my folders up uh-huh. at the top with all of my drop downs for all the links that I use. Wow.
2: Cool. You guys are my <laughs> And and along those lines, just making things easier, um, the Google Keep um, and the Tasks Mm -hmm. bar that is now showing up on email on the right hand side and Mm -hmm. inside your calendar—that is amazing. And Mm -hmm. and Sarah told Curtis, and Curtis told me (laughs) how how you can actually just when you're reading an email, Mm -hmm. you can just add it to your tasks. Then you can add a date, a mm-hmm. date to it. So it, and it pops it into your calendar. So oh, you wow. get a reminder
1: that's like, oh, linked gosh, to I the read. email. Right. So cool. I need that. It is yeah. so cool. Right. So thanks Sarah okay. through the great sure. <laughs> I a chance to tell you
2: that that's been life-changing
1: for oh, me. So I love you. it. How about inspiration? Um, what are you watching, listening to or reading that's inspiring you right now?
3: Um, so first of all, Twitter is always an inspiration for me. Um, I will thumb through that just to get some ideas to mm-hmm. see what other people are doing. So that's always been a huge, um, I feel thing like Twitter gets watching. a bad
1: rap. Cause there's so much like, I don't know, negative stuff that can happen mm-hmm. and it, it, makes it into the media and everything, but yeah. the education. The edu- so yeah, so on Twitter I, is
3: totally different. Yeah, I is. completely use it as a, almost like a PD for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I only, it's very professional. I don't um, do anything political or, you know, personal mm-hmm. on it. It's very professional based. Um, and I do, I just thumb through it and get different ideas. I follow a lot of the coding tools. Mm-hmm. So there's always videos or people who have tagged, or hashtags other individuals that are using the tools. Mm -hmm. So that's always my huge go-to, like what can I find or Mm -hmm. can I just search that tool to see? Um, I'm also um, kind of getting some inspiration right now just with Canvas, mm-hmm. um, and so we are using Magic Marker to look at Bridges workplace Stations, which is our math curriculum, um, to so, see if we can assess.
1: So Canvas is our learning management yep. system in the district, and you're really figuring out that it can do, I'm starting to figure out that yep. too, it can do a lot more than yes. I really thought it could do.
3: So I mm-hmm. think it's gotten somewhat of a wrap of being almost like Google Classroom, which it is, mm-hmm. um, but I think that there is a deep sense of what you really can do with it, mm-hmm. um, and so, using the Magic Marker app that goes with Canvas, um, we were able to add some workplace station goals, and mm-hmm. then we actually did it today. I went in um, and we swiped up for students that were meeting that target, and swiped Just down for kiddos that were not meeting that target. So,
2: observational data. Yep, hmm. observational
3: data. It was awesome, and then we went and looked at the results. So, that was that's something um, that I feel like I'm being inspired by to really look at Canvas in a very different way.
1: Oh, very cool. Yay, Cinda.
2: Um, I am inspired constantly. There's this new podcast called Teacher Prep Rally. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I am truly inspired
1: by you, Sarah. And honestly, I
2: just... I wasn't
1: fishing for a compliment. (laughs) I know you weren't. I know (laughs) you weren't,
2: but I want you to know publicly, Mm -hmm. I want the world to know Mm -hmm. that you are my hero. And I think it's so cool that you tried something that was brand new to you mm-hmm. and I mean what a great example that is to our kids yeah too. I
1: really found inside myself a cannonballer That's like awesome. I
2: just just <laughs> See, it it I always regret it when
1: it. I don't so you might as yeah. well just try it <laughs> I
2: love that you've done oh, that and I you. I love I know that you were inspired also by
1: Becky down in um St. Mm-hmm. who does waves, yeah. brainwaves waves, mm-hmm. um, and Matt Miller uh-huh. and Jennifer Gonzalez are my hero, yes so, yeah yes. sure and so we're adding
2: you to that list <laughs> um i'm also so i i listen to those podcasts in fact we're listening to them as a group of what our learning coaches get together every week and we're spending time tomorrow letting ourselves giving ourselves permission to mm-hmm. um do some personal pd and cool. so we're going to listen to some of those podcasts Yay. so thank you sarah mm-hmm. um i'm reading some books right now um I'm a, my background is elementary Mm -hmm. and, um, elementary and Google just go together. so (laughs) And so I'm loving this book by Christine Pinto and Alice Keeler, Google apps for littles. We're doing a book study on it and Mm -hmm. people are just finding it to have so many practical, um, usages, especially Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. primary kids, Mm -hmm. kindergarten through Mm -hmm. second, which sometimes really
1: like a magical connection that they've made. Like I've seen some, um, presentations that they've um screencast where they're just talking together and Alice Keeler is talking to Christine mm-hmm. Pinto and sharing the benefits of both their perspectives is pretty cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's mm-hmm. awesome. And then um of course
2: anything by AJ Giuliani, John Spencer. Um mm-hmm. love their stuff. Love um Scott McLeod is mm-hmm. out of CU Denver mm-hmm. and he's a friend of mine and he just released Harnessing Tech for deeper learning oh, and it's cool. a fantastic book we used
3: this one when we did some of the um training for the new chromebooks yes Ooh, right? nice. mm-hmm.
2: because we're really i okay. mean we're really focusing on pedagogy mm-hmm. um rather than just I'm getting some tools. good ideas here yeah. <laughs> so, um, this is definitely a must mm-hmm. read mm-hmm. and then i i think i already um talked about john spencer and aj giuliani but mm-hmm. um If you stay tuned, I'll give a little
1: plug at the end for something that's exciting. Coming (laughs) soon. (laughs) soon. Cool. Um, And the third question is change. What would you change about public education if you could?
3: Well, um, I think for me, what I've realized, and I see the change coming, mm-hmm. um, it's way different than when I first started um, in education. But that idea kind of, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about with the learner showcase, um, the idea that when a student masters a content, um, they're automatically given an extension. And, mm-hmm. and I think that, which is awesome. Again, I'm not saying that it isn't. But what I want to see more of is that um, kiddos who are learning the content in their in, at their own pace, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe haven't mastered all of it, are still given opportunities um, for an extension, rather that be um, to show their learning in a different way or to grab a coding tool and show their learning that way, um, that it's not just for those top-tier um, kiddos. And and I see that shift coming as personalized learning mm-hmm. comes through. Um and we start to work with um, um, multiple individuals in a classroom <laughs> instead of just one only teacher, and it all falls on all of their shoulders that right. we all take this community sense on. Mm-hmm. So I see it coming. Um, I would just wish the change would happen much quicker.
1: <laughs> I know we all get impatient, don't we?
2: And <laughs> completely piggybacking off of that, my that's my change too, Synda, um, and. But I'm looking at it as just such a systemic change that needs to happen um, in education. And Mm -hmm. we're built on such an archaic system, Mm -hmm. you know, we Mm come at eight we leave at three -hmm. and and we take the whole summer off. I Mm -hmm. mean, that's based on an agricultural system that really doesn't, (laughs) I mean, it exists. My dad's a farmer, (laughs) my my in-laws are farmers. I Mm -hmm. get the agricultural system, but it really, um, we need to, look at that I think yeah. as a whole system mm-hmm. and talking about that standards-based mm-hmm. mastery learning mm-hmm. um, just being able to um, institute that k kindergarten
1: through mm-hmm. college mm-hmm. and when you know where does micro credentialing come in and um, yeah, I think it's. I yeah. mean, I think really it sort of boils down to not thinking about school as so linear. Yes. Like First, yeah, do, this, do this, then do this, then do that. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times, if you let that kid take a detour, that ends up being motivation and reason for exactly. them to come back to that core to that content. To, That's you know, right. and there, Well, beautiful. and then
3: at that point, they find a connection, which allows them to build that. Um, knowledge. Mm -hmm. Um, and some kids just like adults learn things so differently. Mm -hmm. Um, and if we keep continuing to look at education in a very linear way, um, we're not going to see some of those connections that can come in different roundabout ways. Mm -hmm. For sure. Cool.
1: Um, last question. How can people connect with you if they have questions or comments?
3: Yeah, so um, I am at Grandview Elementary in Windsor, Colorado, um, learning coach, and my email is Lucinda, L-U-C-I-N-D-A, period, or, O-R-R, at W-E-L-D-R-E-4.org, um, and I honestly- Sounds like you've said that before. I have, <laughs> to it, and I always have to spell it, and my Twitter is, I believe, Or 4
2: number four.
3: So number four. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number four. Awesome. Um, you can connect
2: with me. At, I'm not going to, well, I should spell it. <laughs> Bowman. It's S-H-E-I-L-A dot B-O-W-M-A-N at 4org Just how just spelled it. <laughs> um, and you can, my office number is 970-686-8027. But um, I'm also, I also serve on, oh, I'm sorry. Let me back up. My Twitter. your techie mama, I am techie, mama. <laughs> yep, techie mama with two m's in mama on Twitter. Um, and I also serve on the board of directors for an organization called Enedco, which I like to think I that think it that's is
1: so awesome that you do that. That's it is really the cool. greatest
2: mm-hmm. teacher conference in Colorado, oh, and I love it. And mm-hmm you know, I'm not going to say the nation, but I think, it's <laughs> awesome. um, and so we are currently planning that for June 10th this year. So, um, and, I talked about an exciting announcement and Sarah, I might be letting oh. the, bag the cat out of the bag. We are, and this is not completely official, but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. <laughs> that, um, we may have an incredible keynote speaker this year that everybody wants to come here. Um, AJ Giuliani. Yay. We are in talks awesome. with him. Oh, awesome. awesome. And I believe he is going to be our speaker, but Sarah, yeah. I might get in big trouble for okay. letting the cat out of the bag a little early. <laughs>
1: Well, so, let me know. I can always edit if it changes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so excited to share that
2: with people. So That's caveat, true. it's
1: probably going to happen, but, you know. So come to Showcase if you're in the area. Come yes. to Enedco for sure if yes. you're anywhere near Colorado this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you guys so much for thank everything you. that you guys do. This I really awesome. appreciate it.
4: Check it out.
0: This week's Check It Out is for an app called Pear Deck, uh, my favorite thing about this site is that it integrates really well with Google Slides using an add-on. Uh, traditionally, slideshows are a one-way delivery of information from teacher to student. The teacher stands in the front of the room and lectures and hopes that the students get the information. The neat thing about this program is it allows students to follow along on their own screens and to respond to questions. Teachers can see each student's response with student names and can even share the responses with the class anonymously as well. You can get a free account at Pear Deck or consider a pro license for more interactive features. I like this so much that we're looking at buying it for all of our teachers at our school. Um, We really hope that it'll be a game changer for us and um, get some more feedback from our kids. Check it out. Well, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in again to Teacher Prep Rally. You can now find the show notes for this podcast at bit.ly slash teacherpreprally. That's B-I-T- dot l y slash teacher prep rally all lowercase remember you can share your ideas comments or reactions on twitter with the hashtag teacher prep rally or tag me at wizard warren i'd love to hear your feedback and ideas for the show tune in next time to hear more interviews and inspiration on teacher prep rally